Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. There is such a radical statement in today's gospel. Jesus says very clearly, very clearly, whoever is not with me is against me. Whoever doesn't gather with me scatters. There's no, there's no doubt in what he's saying. Are you with Jesus? With someone that works with you, that lives with you, that is in school with you? Would they know that you follow Jesus? Because if we are not an example of what it means to be a Christian in the world. If someone doesn't wonder, I wonder what they're doing differently because they are dealing with the chaos of the pandemic in a different way, because their attitude is different, because they seem to smile and be kind to others, because they extend themselves, because they are... um emotionally uh, fit, available uh, to give advice and counsel to others. If others around us are not saying that, that means that we are not living in a way that is giving an example. And this isn't easy. It's not easy to do this. It's not easy to put ourselves out in ways that in today's world can seem dangerous to express love of God or love of Jesus uh, or love of neighbor. Even love of neighbors can be sometimes misjudged when we are trying to help someone that needs help. Jesus is so clear. He says, if, to, if today you hear my voice, do not harden your heart. And that's the, the reading of the psalm for today. Jesus has driven out a, a demon in Luke 11 and the mute, the mute man um, starts speaking because the devil has gone out and people are just shocked that this has happened and they can't understand it and so they immediately think boy Jesus must be possessed and this is the prince of the demons so he's watching a crowd turn against him as he is being kind to neighbor he has just cured him and they can't be in awe of that they have to turn against Jesus so that's the reason that it we often chicken out and we don't stand up for Jesus. We don't we don't gather with Jesus. We don't express with Jesus the the uh, profound beauty of our faith, of of the way that God works and moves in our lives, because we see what happens. Jesus has cured a man who had a demon and couldn't speak, and people are not in awe and wonder. In Thanksgiving, they actually are attacking him and thinking that if he's done this, you know, he's got the devil in him. Has that happened to you, that you've done something kind to someone else and it's been misinterpreted and somebody, they even are, are gossiping about you or saying, well, you know, what does she have in mind or what does he have in mind that uh, she's done that? I'm sure that she's seeking something. That's what they're saying about Jesus, but he cuts through it, you know, and says, if it is by the finger of God that I drive out demons, 
the kingdom of God has come upon you. If I drive them out by Beelzebul, then by whom do your own people drive them out, right? His kingdom, if his kingdom is divided, he also has no strength. And he then commands of us to take inventory and say, am I with Jesus? Am I speaking more and more like him? Am I acting more and more like him? Do I spend time with the scriptures to know him? In Psalm 95, again, we're reminded to keep our hearts tender for God, to make our stand strong in the Lord, that he's the rock of our salvation, but not to harden our hearts, to bow down in worship, to kneel before the Lord, and then to say, Lord, my heart is yours. You keep it next to you, Father, so that I can walk in your ways. In the first reading of Jeremiah, the Lord says, this is what I commanded my people, listen to my voice. But they didn't obey me. They turned their backs away. All this week we've been hearing about listening to God's voice, listening to the commandments, tuning ourselves to the laws of God, to the words that he's speaking, listening attentively and keeping our hearts tender for the Lord being able to recognize how he's moving in our lives and having the courage to stand up in the middle of our, of our workplaces and our family gatherings. And um, even if we're six feet apart still, in, in, in yards, in outdoors, in schools, in hospitals, that we are able to be the hands and feet of Jesus. The words, the kind words, the advising words that are helping others through these moments of tribulation that have been so hard in the last year. I cannot believe we've now lived one full year of the pandemic. This is so impossible to imagine that we would have done this for one full year. And we still have so a little ways to go. So let us go to the throne, Father Almighty. In your abundant mercy, show us your way and give us your salvation. Let us turn our hearts and our minds towards you when we hear your voice. And we ask that you forgive us our sins and give us life everlasting in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the inner room emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.